0: We are here with another Brit Rest special. Technically, it's another Welsh wrestling special. Joining us as our special guest this week is one half of the tag team of the Greedy Souls. He is a Ref Pro UK contender graduate. He has competed for the likes of TNT Extreme, Progress, ICW, and about every promotion in Wales. He is the head coach, owner of New Wave Wrestling Academy. He is the workhorse. Brendan White, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Uh, we are, of course, we are Tea and Ties, the Great British Wrestling Podcast for Great British Wrestling, as featured on Bodyslam.net and the Jonas Podcasting Network. I am your host, the Great British Daku, Mr. Andrew Morandi to most, and joined us always by Big Daddy Dan, Mr. Daniel Allen, just Sam for short. How are we doing? Uh, very good. Very happy to have uh, Brendan on, and he is a significantly bigger man than me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: no you said that to me I remember I remember seeing you guys at a show back in like Huntingdon, and I was like what what have you got and I, I remember then because when 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 I, I got told about this I was like oh okay let's, let's do
0: it and I, I remember the shoot since. so I was like oh good fans good fans I so appreciate it oh See, well remembered thank you Brandon it's always worth it <laughs> and here of course you're branding with your new wave wrestling academy uh, you've got your show coming up September 11th first ever show for uh, new wave uh, we'll Thought sort of I'd like get onto that in just a little while, but while we're here, it's Welsh wrestling. It's Clash of the Castle very soon. It's that huge weekend that's going to involve ICW, Progress, TNT, Extreme. How big is this for Wales?
1: It's massive. It's 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 for me. It's just a kind of I think people will realise after this weekend how good the Welsh scene or the Welsh scene can be. Um, I feel that there's so many great talents. Hugh, um obviously harrison bennett for, for, for just an example of someone straight off the bat who's someone who's, who's criminally underrated um, i don't like using that too much but he's someone who deserves to be in all the major promotions and um, he's just one example of many i can name off the top of my head um, you know nico angelo as well uh, you know elijah so many um, that i think is a showcase for all those guys as well and uh, i feel that uh obviously it's good for the economy it's good for wales um and we haven't had a show like a major kind of wwe show for like 30 years so as someone in the kind of good position in wales in terms of kind of with the academy and stuff like that it, i think it, it's gonna kind of hopefully draw more eyes to professional wrestling not just in wales but the uk um get it back to where it was and obviously uh I get to be in a position then where if they want to be wrestling, I can provide the facilities to do that as well. So it's kind of a double edged sword for me in terms of, and and as a fan as well, obviously I got tickets for the Clash as well because I I love wrestling. So I'm going to go, I'm going to be there as well. So it's going to be uh, quite the week for me, I think. You're going to be a busy boy. Yeah, because haven't you been announced for ICW on that weekend? Yes, I have. And there's more shows I will be on as well. So um, yeah, it's going to be. uh, Quite an eventful time.
0: <laughs> so you're going to go straight from Clash all the way to uh, where I see I can't remember where ICW, are. Oh, they're at the White Palace, aren't
1: they? Yeah, so it's the Student Union, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of the Cardiff kind of Student Union. I, I went to Swansea University, but uh, <laughs> the Cardiff University is only, Cardiff University
0: is only uh, the, the Union is only like a 10, 15 minute walk away from the stadium, so it's not too bad. Ah, there we go. Uh, do you Have you had your match announced for that one at ICW? Yes, so it's me and Danny Jones against uh, Martin Steers and LJ Cleary,
1: and again, Martin Steers is another one, he's come down to training with New Wave a couple of times, he's an Irish fella, immensely talented, and I think people are going to realise how good he is as well, and obviously
0: LJ Cleary is is fantastic as well, so that'll be a bang of a match, as they say, so uh, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, they're represented OTT over uh, in Ireland, they've been uh, working together quite some time, I know they recently teamed together against the the CPF boys, somebody you recently faced.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, I, I know we're going to be in for quite a, a tough match, to be honest, especially with uh, the, the faster boys and the kind of athletic ones. They always seem to give me a bit of a hard time, to be honest. So, yeah, it'll be a tough one. You're quite Is good any- at
0: slowing them down, though. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I like to think so. Yeah, I, I, I'm quite a strong boy. So, um, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be an interesting dynamic. And that's kind of why I love in SML, is the dynamics of the matches and styles and make, make fights, I guess. And, and that's kind of
0: one of those where me and Dan are the big boys and they are the agile guys. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, because you faced uh, the CPF flags. That was a Riot Cabaret at their first show, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, it didn't go the way I wanted because unfortunately, Danny got a bit hurt. However, you know, it's wrestling, accidents do happen and hopefully we'll run that back. Um, and yeah, it's, it's one of those things with Rycab raised next week. And I think we've wrestling in CBF, uh, Joe Lando, no, not Joe Lando, Danny Black, Karen Newman and Maverick Mayhew uh, with, with Murdoch as well. So that'll, that'll be a kind of a, a different, again, a, a different matchup. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed uh, that'll go well.
0: Yeah, and of course, uh, you—I literally just saw you guys this weekend, uh, part of the Deadly Viper tour. Progress. You had another incredible match against the Smoking Aces. You've had quite a set across the UK with uh, Charlie Sterling, and Nick Riley. Now, yeah, yeah, they are—they are like, I—I I, obviously they, they were kind of two best talents in the UK
1: for a long time uh, and some of the two very best as well um, and the fact that they get showcased quite a lot now across the country and the fact that I get to spend time in the ring with them and and kind of learn myself as well but also kind of be able to kind of be in there with them and kind of have these kind of matches uh, is it's great and it was way with Newcastle because I remember kind of the, the crowd. I think they were, the heat wave affected everyone because we were, we were hot in the ring. We were kind of tired in the ring. The, the crowd felt tired. But then when we came back for the curtain, everyone was like, "That match was amazing," and and, and uh, it was like great and like good job and all that. And I just think to myself, didn't feel like it. It, it just didn't feel like it. You know, what I mean? It was, it was a weird kind of um, situation where you know we give. It, I give hundred and ten percent, but not matter what show, what crowd, how many of you know, I always give hundred and ten percent. But it just didn't. It felt a bit off. And then we came back, everyone was like, it was great. And I was like, was it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I, I was straight on Twitter. You can see it. I went, uh, called you guys. And uh, it was just, these guys are great British tag wrestling. It was such a great match. As you say, it was a bit hot. I think the second half, the crowd was a bit lively because the sun had set and it cooled yeah. down just a little bit, but an incredible, incredible show. What's it like being part of the the new progress, if you like?
1: Yeah, it's fantastic, and I, I always feel like um, my progress debut was in the Peckham era, of course. And I and I felt like um, I, I I well I I say this uh, how do I say this in a better way? I felt like I was ready for progress before the Peckham era, before the pandemic, and I and uh, I could have done one or two things there, but I always kind of stuck with um, with Rev Pro at that time because RevPro, the people give me the chance and. Um, yeah, I, I was one of those wrestlers who felt ready for progress when it happened. And you're never ready for a kind of a big step up or you're never ready for the bigger promotions until you do it. But I felt I was one of those people who put the years in at that point. I I got the matches under my belt and I felt that I was ready for it. So when it happened, it wasn't in the most ideal circumstances. And thing for the no fans is just... Um, just just not, not great. It's is the, the the you need the adrenaline, you need the crowd with you and the crowds make matches and fans make wrestling ultimately. And and I kind of I'll be honest, I I didn't really watch much wrestling during the pandemic era. I just I just couldn't watch wrestling without a, without a crowd. I just I just feel like it's that formula it's the, the wrestlers, the fans and the atmosphere that creates together, you know. I, I think you can't do one without the other, in my opinion. I mean it did happen and it did get done. I had to change my style up a bit, I had to be a bit more intense, a bit more fast-paced and you didn't have those highs and lows but um I was a learning experience and I, and I feel like you know I never want to go for that experience again but it, again it mm-hmm. made me a better it made me a better wrestler too and I feel like you know our debut match for Progress was an absolute bang. as one of my favorite matches I've ever had um the the tag tournament with uh obviously with the aces again and, and that was one of my favorite matches I've ever had and I still watch it now because it's just it's just one of those moments where just no crowd and we still made it made it happen and uh if anybody watches wrestling and kind of appreciate kind of good tag wrestling, I think that's a good example of like wrestling in front of a crowd, in front of no crowd, just going at it and just kind of being nonstop for 10, 10, 11 minutes, whatever it was, it was, it was real good
0: match. I remember. that. How great is British tag team right now? There are so many great teams about you've just had the great British tag league, uh, yeah. which by RevPro UK, some several great tag teams, a couple of international ones, but, uh, just you, as you say, smoking aces, yourselves, the kings of the north, smoking a uh, sunshine machine, uh, destination everywhere. Just so many great teams. I won 2 1. Uh, boisterous behavior, <laughs> yeah. No, there's, there's dozens and dozens, and,
1: and there's, there's, there's just a few listed off. There's teams out there and wrestlers out there that I even I don't know, and I know how good they are because I, again I, I go back to that Martin Steers example, I didn't really know much of him. But when he came to New Wave, he was incredible. I was like, wow. My, I thought my knowledge of wrestling was good, but there's so many good wrestlers out there. There's so many good times. You know, again, like Brady Phillips, for example, you know, the, couple, the the names I mentioned earlier, there's so many good teams out there, which we just don't know of. I think the platform is kind of there for people. and And I think the names you listed now, that's just uh, going to be half of the teams out there. I think tag team wrestling, uh, despite British wrestling kind of being on the way back up again after obviously the pandemic and, and everything else that went on, uh, I think the tag team scene is on in, in, in a boom within wrestling at the moment. I think tag team tag mess team at the moment, I think is probably the best out there at the moment. I, I feel like you can watch most of the... The Rev Pro shows, the ICW shows, the Progress shows, e- even Chaos, uh, you know, and the local ones around me, the tag matches are the best ones at the moment. I just feel that there's so so many great wrestlers kind of adapting to the tag team wrestling style, and I think it's more exciting. You can do more things. You can, you can be more creative, and obviously the fans get behind it as well. So, I, no, I, th- I think tag team wrestling is on the boom, and, and it's reflected in AEW and all that as well, you know. FTR kind of leading the rule of the roost at the moment, and, and just they got the trios thing coming out as well now, so... Yes, yeah, it's just a style on the rise at the moment, so it's exciting for me as well because I've seen some tag team, so it's good.
0: Uh, it's um, it is great to see tag team wrestling go on. I love it. And um, one of the um, young tag teams that I've been really enjoying recently is the Dead Sad Boys.
1: Oh yes, JJ and Billy Hayes. Yes, yes. yes. Oh they 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 in chaos uh the 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 last show together and they were incredible and uh they both they both going to be on the new wave show coming up uh as in singles matches but the Deadside side boys is someone, again another team you got to watch out for cuz uh, you know they are two incredible wrestlers great attitudes
0: as well mm. they are going to be uh fantastic so fingers crossed mm. and welsh wrestling as a whole has been really on a boom you're seeing some really great promotions coming out there creation pro slam masters wrestling New Wave like yourself, just outside of Wales, you've got the the southwest scene in the UK. And just so so many great talents like Nico Angelo, you just mentioned. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this goes on. And I think since I took over New Wave, I've kind of um, made a point to go to all these kind of smaller, really kind of local promotions and stuff as well, um, just to see what's out there. Because I can't say I want to help the Welsh scene without being there to see it for myself. To go back to my point of like, I, I go to these local promotions and I do see a lot of bad and untrained wrestlers, but there's one or two gems there as well. And I'm thinking to myself, when I took over Dragon Throw and I rebranded it, I, I wanted to kind of um, make wrestling good again. And not, not, not saying wrestling was bad in Wales. There are, they are kind of, like I said, Slam Masters is decent at the moment. You've got a couple of other decent promotions in Wales, um, but some training schools didn't have the best coaches, etc. whereas I got myself, Wild Boar. Danny Jones and there's there's a couple of people and we, and now I moved to this new facility. It's just a a, a one-stop shop to like train good wrestlers. So these people in those promotions, if they want to get good at wrestling, they can come to us and then we can give them the platform. We can put them in contact with other promotions. And obviously the reason why I did my first show was because the people who trained there were good. And I was like, I can't say I want to change a Welsh scene without putting my money where my mouth is. And it's a lot of my own money tied up in this, but I'm doing it because I believe in the guys who and the girls who train them at New Wave. So um that's where we are at the moment.
0: Did you find that your time spent with Rev Pro UK in their contenders division and how that worked kind of prepare you for this new role in coaching and uh, uh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I feel like um
1: it's it's a weird one really when you say that because um not a lot of people know, but I've been wrestling for like three and a half years before I took a Rev Pro role on. Yeah. And um it's it's one of those things where um I feel like I wrestled Pete Dunn and, stuff, and stuff before I ever went to ref pro. And um when I uh, when I kind of um got the contender's division, I, I was in a place where I think people in my position back then, uh some wrestlers, I'm not I, I I'll never name names but like I don't think they would have took that spot. Mm. But for me, I was like, you know what well, I'll strip away everything I ever had about me and just be a wrestler and just wrestle on shows. And organically build a relationship with fans in the, in the London area because not a lot of people knew me. And in my head, I was thinking to myself, if I keep wrestling regularly against better people regularly, because you know that's saying if you're a green wrestler wrestles a green wrestler, still a green wrestler. Whereas me, I was interviewing with Zack Saber Jr., Vantage Brown, Gabriel Kidd, all, all these guys, and I'm just naming again names. But if you get if you intervene constantly with better people constantly, you will just get better. And I felt like. I was willing to take a step back, two, one step back, two steps forward, because I feel like the stuff I did in RevPro made me a better wrestler everywhere else I wrestled, too. And then, mm. even though I was presented as a contender in RevPro, which, again, I have no problem with, and I was presented this in a certain way, it made me humble and also made me kind of build everything around what I'm doing outside of uh, RevPro, et cetera. And uh, I came back to RevPro in Sheffield uh, not so long ago, and I did it as a Greedy Souls, and I felt, when I presented as a, as myself, you saw a different different wrestler because I'm no longer that kind of just just learning the ropes type of wrestler. I'm kind of not black trunks wrestler. I am myself, and I feel like a lot of wrestlers just have to go through that. And I and I and I love Rev Pro and I love Andy Golden for giving me the opportunity to kind of what promoter would put me against Alexander Junior? You know, what I mean, <laughs> it's it was you know it's situations like that which you know. And I've had experiences in Rev Pro, particularly when I did the Manchester show where we just went out there and just wrestled. Didn't talk, we just wrestled. And, you know, it's just, I wrestled at your call and how many Welsh wrestlers can say that now? You know what I mean? It's not many. So uh, all those experiences and stuff like that, I just want to tell my guys that if an opportunity comes up, don't ever turn your nose up to any opportunity, whether you feel it's a step down or not. It's ultimately a case of, you know, if the chance is there, make it make it work. And I feel like with a the contenders thing. I feel i did make it work i got i got loads of matches in my belt against better people and i got better as a result of it so uh, i i don't i i have nothing but good things to think about the like, contenders
0: division because i i loved it i absolutely loved it yeah we've got similar footsteps to uh, david francesco is doing right now because again he had quite a lot of experience before refro uk wrestling in portugal yeah. being one of the top stars in portugal and obviously he's come and working with the Rev Pro Contenders division now. Uh, now you got to work alongside Doug Williams for a, a while as well. How good was, how awesome was that?
1: Oh, the best. It was, it was incredible. And um, the fact that I got to wrestle Doug Williams when I thought in, in because I used to watch Doug Williams when I was a kid and uh, watching him in Ring of Honor, you know, and and all the kind of people matches he had. And just being in a ring with him, I got to wrestle him in Southampton one time and I just remember thinking, I thought I lost my chance to wrestle Doug Williams and I, here I am in a singles match with him. And it's just, it's the best feeling. It was the best feeling to to wrestle one of the people that you love growing up watching it, you know? So it was a very, very, uh, that was a moment. That, that's one of those days I remember, you know, I mean, there's a lot of points in my career which I remember. And that's one of them. And that, that's a big positive for me, that was.
0: Well, I'm going to come in now with one of the questions we always try and ask people. Um when we get them sat down. We've just mentioned Doug, who is a bit of a legend. In America, they have Mount Rushmore. Um, we're in England, so we have Mount Rushton. Um, <laughs> who would you put as your four British wrestlers on a Mount Rushton? British, Welsh, it can be current, it can be previous. Who would you put on?
1: I think it's is interesting it- when you say that, because I feel like... So, obviously, you've got the Doug Williams, Jody Fleisch. Uh, you know th- that th- those Ilka wrestlers, which they're obviously on that, so I want to cheat and put both of them on that um, as an example. Um, the other cheat I want to do as well is the defending wrestling guys, uh, so Mark Andrews, Eddie Dennis, Pete Dunn, because I feel like before they introduced kind of attack and stuff like that, I feel like British wrestling was a certain way where it was kind of like um, just from my experiences growing up, it was just kind of WWE cosplay kind of sh- shows going on in the country and stuff like that, and it was just kind of traditional wrestling should be this way with these guys they flew themselves up to America, they started out the the attack, and it just produced a different style of wrestling in this country, which we still see now, you know what I mean? Eddie, Peter Mark's gone and do great things. They've kind of, obviously kind of led the next generation out, and and even to this day, they still help, you know what I mean? They still kind of they still kind of give us advice. They still kind of, you know, watch matches with us and they still kind of... Mark still does training you and me with me and stuff as well. You know, it's he's, he's people like that who just kind of... I feel like they've gone under the radar and I feel like people don't realise the impact they had on the British stressing scene. And again, I, you know, I see it now and I'm just a bit like, don't realize what these guys have done. So even though they've got contracts and stuff now, it's like, don't forget what they've done because they've done a great deal. And, you know, you got, you got... <sighs> thing is, I am cheating because I've named five instead of three, but still, it's it's kind of, you know, you've got the people who kept their alive when the scene was nothing, and then you had the people who kind of took it to the next level now, to the point where we see now, we you still have the traditional British wrestling, but also you have the kind of unique style of British wrestling. You've got the kind of, like, not, not it's not around anymore, but attack. But attack kind of influenced the way progress does things, uh, influenced the way you kind of all these other promotions come up now, like Resurgence, except They They kind of have their own spin, their own twist on a traditional British wrestling show, and I think. You know, I'm, I'm probably missing some glaive emissions, but I feel those kind of wrestlers, to keep it alive when it was at its all-time low and then to revive it in a different way, That that's the, like, mix, right? And I think that's kind of where I would be
0: on that, to be honest. That's it. We'll flip it for you. Natural progression series. If you were to pick three guys to be uh, doing triple threat MPS qualifier in the The Welsh Show coming up, who would you put in there? Uh, Harrison Bennett, 100%. Uh, Nico
1: Angelo. And i got to be honest as well, because um, obviously I've always rated Brady Phillips. I feel like he's someone who should have been like used. But I saw Liam Slater for the first time as well in um, Newcastle, and he, he was great. So um, Nick, Nico, Liam, and Harry Harrison, I think. That's, that's the three I put in there, 100%. Because yeah. I, I think sometimes these promotions travel to Wales and stuff, they don't realise the talent on their doorstep. Uh, and I, and, I, and I, I mean, it's just... I'm, I'm I'm I might sound a little bit biased here, like, but people like Nico and Harrison Harrison Bennett, they 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 they, they need to be kind of they, they're major guys, they're major mainstay mm-hmm. guys, and you could put them on any show in the country and bottom of the card, start the card, main event doesn't matter. They 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 just superb superb wrestlers and. Um, and I feel sometimes I'm taking their spot, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what I mean, because I, I think they're way better than me, but it's just a case of, you know, right place, right time. And for me, the right place was kind of because I was kind of driving everyone to shows, et cetera, et cetera. And I was always around it. So the right place, right time, I managed to get my spot. And I think wrestling comes in cycles as well, where sometimes you'll have a good cycle where you do a lot in a short period of time and other times you don't have a good cycle where you, you, your bookies don't pick up, you're not kind of talking about on Twitter or anything like that, and then you kind of let it get you Then and you think, what have I got to do to turn it around? And I think the difference between kind of keeping yourself on a good cycle as opposed to a bad cycle, because it happens to everyone, no matter how much effort you put in, is just kind of, just keep grafting, keep hard work, keep training in the gym, keep training, wrestling training, keep kind of traveling the shows, et etc. et because et I feel like the more effort you put in, the, the bigger the chances you're going to be on this good cycle, because even though... You could do everything in the world. It might not happen for you. It just, it just won't. But some people don't, like, they, won't, they might not have to try at all, but something good will happen. It, it's just a cycle. And I feel like I'm riding a pretty good cycle at the moment. And I feel that these guys' good cycles are due because they are putting the effort in, they are putting the work in. And um, it's just a case of uh, being able to kind of let people see them. And I think uh, if those guys are not used on this Welsh weekend, I'll be a little bit upset personally.
0: <laughs> you know? Well, I know Nico Angelo is going to be challenging for the TNT Extreme Ultra X Championship after uh, he's challenging Tom Fawell I'm sure that's going to be an absolutely fantastic yeah. match. That's rain yeah. of fire. Because uh, I saw him win the Project X, actually. I was there live uh, for that Project okay. X show where uh, Nico Angelo, on one leg, <laughs> literally climbed up and grabbed the Project X. So, uh, Brilliant, brilliant night for him, and I'm sure uh, Jay Joshua is also against Tate Mayfair's undefeated in okay. TNT Extreme. So, big matchups for those two guys uh, on that yeah. weekend. Uh, absolutely, and again, guys, guys who work, I deserve
1: the spots, and uh, you know, I'm I'm happy for those guys, and they train at New Wave too, so I'm happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, talking is it, is... about New Wave. Yeah, let's go for the new show you've got coming up. Oh yeah, so it's
1: September 11th, Um, and this went against everything I was going to do as well, because I just wanted a great place for vessels to train, because in the pandemic, Wales had nothing, and the the thing they did have it, they had had uh, no mercy, um, they had another training school in Wales, and big ups to them as well, you know, good people, Um, but it was just basically they had a facility and basically they didn't have any coaches really in my opinion, but that's not a knock and that's just fact, but they had a tremendous facility that people would just go down in a pandemic and do, do a couple of things in the ring, you know what I mean? And just stay in ring shape. And, uh, during the pandemic, I made the choice to kind of take redundancy for my job because I wasn't happy. I thought, okay, I took redundancy. I'm just going to give wrestling a go because I'm in a job I didn't want to be in. And at the same time, then the opportunity came up to buy Dragon Pro. So I was like, <sighs> If I'm really passionate enough about something, like I got to do it, right? And um, in the end, I, I kind of bought Dragon Pro I, and I kind of made the decision then to rebrand it, have a fresh start. And obviously we stayed, we stayed in for a little bit, but then the opportunity came and uh, moved to Flawless Combat in Newport, which is like an MMA gym, but it's just got an outstanding facility. There's gyms there, there's showers there. And for wrestling school to have showers, <laughs> uh, you know? <laughs> And uh, we've got to ring up twenty four seven as well, and you know, with this opportunity then to train in MMA, to like jiu jitsu, kickboxing, and Thai boxing to help people with their wrestling style. So um, and also we had the coaches, which is the one thing I don't think Wales had. Um, people who people who got contracts, people who've been experienced in the British wrestling scene, people who kind of network, and I feel like that's the, the that that's the right mix of the right people in charge, the right the right coaches coaching and the right facilities to kind of provide for these guys and ultimately since i've been there i managed to get three seminars i've changed location and the show then uh, i was never going to run a show never going to run a show in my life but then you know, you know, know how, how do I say? You know, you've been good to people over the years and just always kind of always been a nice person and stuff. And even in my and journey, I've always I've always spoke to people with respect, you know, I'm adding any time at times. It just happens, it's life. But uh, all these things start coming back around a little bit. And uh, a guy who was friends with in school approached me about uh, doing training in this in this facility. And I was a bit like, well, i got a new facility now. But he was, he was talking about um, oh, what well, we're doing shows in. And I went to this place and it was just an incredible venue for a show. And I was like, I was like, these guys are training here. They're busting us, and it's a real platform for these guys. And the platforms that they do have, they kind of wrestling similar level of ability people. And it's kind of like, people don't get better by doing that. They get better by wrestling better people. Because obviously, regular training. I've been training since you know 2013, even you know when I was a kid as well. And I still, I still train the stakes. I know it's, it's you can't do your job without being prepared to do your job. You know. So um, I thought we have got a great training Sylvie. Uh, we've got some good wrestlers in the school, and there's people out there like myself, Danny Jones, Nico, Harrison, Elijah. I, and I list was on where we are on these show, other shows quite regularly. We wrestling better people constantly, and we are in a position to help these newer guys. So I made the decision to go against everything I said, and I thought these guys deserve a platform. And the new wave show to come up on September 11th is my way of kind of giving back to the screen and saying, look. You know we can help create stars here because we will put these newer guys the people who deserve these platforms against the more experienced guys to get them better and then help them have footage to their network outside of the scene and also got these other promotions in Wales to make their promotions better. I, I want it to essentially be a feeder system for the for the Welsh scene. Um and obviously then a feeder system for the whole UK scene because there's so many brilliant Welsh wrestlers out there and I feel like I'm putting my money now where my mouth is because I if, if I if I you know, because I'm expecting to not not kind of make money on this show, because that's that's not what it's about for me. It's about the passion for me. It's a, it's about helping Welsh professional wrestling be the best professional wrestling in the UK. And I believe that we have that here. And I might I'm, I'm sounding incredibly biased, but there's so many people, good people that nobody knows about. And uh, I know, like I said, I'm willing to take the hit. I'm willing to invest my own time, my own money into this to make sure that these guys have a platform. And I have got so many. Wicked matches, like one of the guys I've, I've got on the show, he doesn't know who he's wrestling yet, but he's wrestling, uh, he's going to be wrestling well and he doesn't know yet. So it's going to be a situation where, you know, he's going to find out when I announce the graphic and that's going to be experiencing, which he would never have had otherwise. If I didn't have new, if that, that experience would not happen for him. So I feel like he'll come out of that match, realizing, you know, the levels to this, to, to wrestling and have a great appreciation for that. And then he can apply the lessons learned in that match to other places he goes. And then I'll make him a better wrestler. That's one example, you know what I mean? There's so many different examples like that and, I'm, and I'm, I'm it's a complete passion project for me because I spent 10 years in a job that I didn't like doing. So now I'm spending my time and my efforts and my energies and the things I like doing. And if, I, if I'm not into it, then I'll just leave. I, I have the power to walk away now. However, I just love wrestling so much and I love the idea of giving platforms to people and good training to people who deserve it. And um, yes, yeah, going great so far. I'm kind of, I think, you know, I'm, I'm mutually kind of, like by the people who come to the school, there's mutual respect there. Like, I give them a facility they can go to whenever they want, and obviously, they have classes four times a week now. I'm going to try and run women's classes at some point as well. And it's just a safe, clean place to train, and you can have a shower afterwards, which in British wrestling, showers <laughs> in training schools is such a big thing. So, um, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm just proud of what we're doing that New Wave. And it's not just me. It's a team effort because without without good people around me, it's not going to work. But I'm surrounded by so many great people and so many people who helped me over the years. That you know, I'm just a figurehead. But really, behind the scenes, there's so many other people doing the work. And I'm doing a lot of it, don't get me wrong. But these guys are the ones putting the work in. You know, people like Kurt Atlas, another trainee of mine. James Ellis, another trainee of mine. And they're just two of many. We've got this guy, uh, um, Chris Bronson, again, in the Southwest scene. Absolute machine, and I, I can't believe he's out there more. He's another great wrestler. He's like he, he, we got, we got a Brock Lesnar in, in our training school. He's a crazy freak athlete. Nobody knows about him yet, but they will because I'll give him the platform. It's crazy.
0: How far are we from a Welsh world champion? Then that's the thing. Like I think we got the guys
1: now. I do think we got the guys now, but again, it's just. Where's the platform for these guys, Where's the footage, we can show, show the the scene, because I think it's different now as well, because you always get told when you get a message, a message promoter and stuff like that, but a guy, uh, a Welsh wrestling promoter, uh, told me once, and it's always stuck with me, out of sight, out of mind, and I always think that, so where that social media, going to the shows, a lot of people don't understand, kind of, that to get somewhere, it's not about social media anymore, because you just, it, it's about being at these shows, helping out, putting the ring up, putting the ring down, you know, and just being humble and respectful and just saying hi to everyone and kind of just being a good person you know because I think if you if you if you do that then the more likely it is you will be in people's minds you'll be in sight and obviously you'll be on the show then um and I've I spent the first five years of my career doing that you know and I'm in a position now where I'm kind of the fruits of my own labor because everything I did in the past has kind of come back around now and they remember me oh that guy helped out the living crew that guy was nice to me this guy was good you know I mean oh that guy's in charge of wrestling school now oh go to that wrestling school he's a good dude you know you know it all comes back around it's a cycle again you know and I'm kind of I'm still new to this you know I mean the self-employed thing is new, new to me however you know I'm doing my love now and I feel that the platform I'm going to give people is going to be off the back of kind of hard work that everyone's doing. Like I said, it's a team effort. There's no I in team. It's it's a big team effort. And hopefully um the, the first show will do well. And hopefully then we can run another show and produce more matches with the new guys against the experienced guys and and hopefully kind of go from there. Mm-hmm
0: how great is it for the scene to have guys like wild boar come back into shows you've got eddie dennis returning to progress uh mark andrews is going to be at slam masters wrestling in october how how important it is for those guys to come back and work with some of these younger guys
1: oh it's, it's, it's huge it's, it's massive like i feel that you know that they bridge the gap you know and i feel like like wild boar mandrews uh eddie they're still young men they're not they're not old by any stretch i don't know why people think they're old because they're not mm-hmm. and uh Bo is like the best wrestler in the uk or, or like top five and people like he he trained me you know i mean he he, he had a he had the biggest hand of training me and it's not just training me and kind of in the ring, but how how do i how do i deal with people outside the ring as well how i kind of there's an etiquette you know what i mean it's it's like a job in it you got your job you treat people with respect they treat you with respect back it's he's well boy he know it's like he, the, the thing is that i'm it's, it's weird saying this but because he's been my friend for 20 years in school because i was in school with him as well so, so me mandry uh me bo and flash were in the same school together and we've been yeah. friends as teenagers too so like we've been friends for, like 20 years and i feel weird saying this but he is a mentor like he, he's someone who kind of Trained a lot of people, and like he's never asked for credit either because he doesn't. He's not one of those people who, who, who kind of seeks validation like that. He's someone who just gets on with his job, does it well, trains people the best, and he's also one of the best wrestlers in the UK as well. But again, him coming back in the scene and helping these guys—how many people would do that? It's not many, and he he, just, he doesn't see it like like he's doing a, a great favor. He just he just loves wrestling and he just wants to help people. And he's just he, he never seeks praise, he never seeks validation, and a lot of people in his shoes would would do that. But he's just such a humble. Guy just gets on with it, trains all the time, and he's just a fantastic professional wrestler. If you don't believe me, watch him with Will Ospreay at Attack, it's ooh, the best match I've ever seen live. He's it's, it, it, it's just incredible, he's just incredible,
0: massive. Of course, Will Ospreay today, just unfortunate not to win the G1 climax.
1: Uh, yeah, almost I there, almost
0: yeah, there.
1: yeah. And what an incredible wrestler Will is, too, you know. And he's another fantastic guy behind the
0: scenes, too. I, I love Will, too, you know. So it's one of those things. Yeah, because you get to probably go of work with him quite regularly over at RevPro UK. What's yeah. it like when he's around and in the ring for RevPro? Oh,
1: well, it's, be- it's the best. And he always goes over his way to speak to people as well. He's, he's you know I mean? Uh, you know, I know I know he has a, a certain perception of him on social media, but he's, he's nothing like that in real life. But again, social media is not real life at times. And I think people... I, 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 it's, it's not that like people need to know this, but I think people need to kind of have a better understanding of kind of social media is not real life at times. Um, and I always try to stay away from the negative stuff and everything. However, you know, in person, you you see me in person. I'll speak to you the exact same way you speak to me now, and it's just completely, you know, fine. There's no, you know, and Will's like that as well. He's just a great guy. And if you ask me to watch a match, he'd probably watch a match too. And he's in the in the pandemic era, you watch me in half and You've he, given us some great advice, and he kind of really enjoyed those matches and stuff. And yeah, he's. A, I got nothing but bad, uh, good things to say about Will. He's always been. He's always been good to be, even even when I knew him backyard wrestling and stuff. You know, <laughs> I used to do that too. He's, he's a great guy. I, I got nothing bad to say about him.
0: I really enjoyed your series with Kenneth Halfpenny. I, I thought the two of you put on a great uh, best of five series. Yeah. And uh, look for, hopefully, i will excited like to see Halfpenny back in the ring soon. I know he's been out injured for a while, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, he has, and uh, he suffers a little bit of a confidence issue. I, I, I think you
0: know, again,
1: it's a presentation of some somebody. If you put him in black boots, black trunks, and to the fans, that's just a new wrestler. But again, he's been doing it for a while, and uh, I feel like he's a very underrated talent too. Um, mm-hmm. Even all like, I became good friends with all the contenders actually. Like so Sean, uh, JJ, um, and Ken. They're they, they're all talented wrestlers. You put them on any other show, they do do a good job, you know. Um, and I, I I do hope Ken comes back, because, like I said. That Best of five series it, it, it is an interesting one as well because I've never been in a spot like that before where it was like you get booked for a match and then you go on to another show and you're booked in another match where well, this one was like a, a spot, it was a story of five matches and the first match we went out and just killed each other and we was like and we were just a bit like, oh we're feeling that, you know <laughs> but then it was like, actually we've got another four of these matches, <laughs> so we need to kind of like tell a story here and I think that's where again, a lot of wrestlers kind of new and we early doors, they kind of they think about the moves, and they think about kind of the high spots, but they don't think about what wrestling is. And I sound like an old man when I say this, but it always is storytelling, man. I think if you put cool moves and high spots in a good context, it'll create a better match. And I think if you lose the context, it's just content, and content without no context is just content. And I think that, yeah, I learned that that way. I think that was like because I started again pretty useful at wrestling because I had some good matches in 2019 I had like Mike Loku I had, had Dunkzilla I had the Dome match uh, it was me and Bo against Flash and Mandrews I was on a real hot streak of good matches and then I did Gabe Kidd at Yorko which was my, probably my favorite single match I've ever had I had, Zach I had a good run of like really good matches. I, so, I thought I was starting to get it and then in the pandemic and I had that kind of best of five and I think that was the, the, the one match and the the one kind of booking I had which made me kind of think actually is about story too and i can when i when i added that to myself when i add story to matches now and i I also do you know the one thing as well i forgot i was a big guy until about a year ago i didn't realize how big i was and do do you know that i was ridiculous i always trying to do fast stuff and i was always trying to do this now like actually no i'm bigger than the majority of people i step in the ring with so why am i kind of trying to do their style where i can do my own style you know i mean And, and then styles make matches and uh I started, I started wrestling more like my size and I started carrying myself in a certain way and it's, it's getting better matches out of me. And I, and I never realised my size until probably like a year ago,
0: <laughs> as mad as that sounds. I described you as a technical brute. You're somebody who's got some great background in actual technical and traditional British wrestling, but then you've got those clubbing clotheslines and those huge forearms. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, again, I tell you, a match. that actually one of my favorite matches I've ever had. Actually, it was against uh, um This was last year as well, and I, I was I was confused by the booking in this match. I didn't I didn't understand why I was doing this match, and I was a bit like, oh why? Um, but it was Law Di Matteo. I wrestled her to defend, and it was one of my favorite matches I've ever had. Hmm. And I kind of realized then, I if I wrestle this style, in, in, with, with men or women, it doesn't matter. Then I can have a great match, and like that match with Laura, it was one of my favorite matches I've ever had one of my favorite matches I've ever had. So I am uh, I go forward now from that match onwards. I think I wrestle the way I, I, I should wrestle and the way I like to wrestle because I have better reactions when I, do, when I do a big move or I do, you know, like, for example, if I ever do the moonsault, for example, now I'll put it in the right context. So I won't do it every match, but when I do do it, it'll mean more. And when I do something else, it'll mean more. That. And uh, yeah, like I said, I'm still a young man myself, but at the same time, I wanted to be able to wrestle for you know until I'm until I'm like fifty, you know what I mean. <laughs> so I, I want another twenty years doing this.
0: So um, yeah, not and, rushing for that atlas belt.
1: Uh, well, that's that's the thing as well. I, I kind of like what I'm doing at the moment. That, you know, I you know I've wrestled Jake as well before. I, I'll definitely wrestle him again. But again, at the moment, I just. People who like what well, they do, do it better, right? And I feel like I just love what I'm doing at the moment. And I feel like I'm I'm doing different things. I'm wrestling regularly. Um, I'm, I'm tagging one of my best mates. Um, I'm having fun doing that. I'm having fun, uh, you know, in Wales, for example. I'm having fun in Evolution messing, I'm having fun in Chaos as the All-Wales champion. I'm doing loads of cool stuff at the moment. And I feel like that that will still be there. And, and you know, it, it'll happen one day. Because uh, I'll think more about singles career one day. Um, but until that point, I feel like... Enjoy the journey, worry about the destination later. That's the way I live my life.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure we'll see the ICW tag belts, the Progress tag belts, and the RefPro UK tag belts around yours and Danny's waist at some point within the next couple of years. Uh, you've certainly been uh, making your way through a lot of the best tag teams. And uh, would you be interested in, say, the World Tag Team Festival over in Germany at some point? A thousand percent. Now I'm a full-time wrestler.
1: I my i have more free time in my hands now to train harder i get fitter and also travel and i europe is a big one for me that's that europe is a huge one for me which I, I i especially want to do so hopefully europe will happen next year or two as well because i'm i'm dying to do that i'm dying to get on a plane i'm dying to travel and get get, get paid to wrestle in a country you know what i mean that, that to me is that, that that concept will blow my mind but i really 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 want to do it so any european promotions out there who listen to this Hello. I'm a heavyweight.
0: Fuck me, please.
1: Um, (laughs) I want to do that. Uh, I'd love to do that.
0: I'd love to see you guys versus the uh, Arrows of Hungary because you would match up so well. Yeah, I've seen them in Refro a couple of times. They're they're big, tasty boys, aren't they? Yeah, Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're good dudes. Yeah, real good dudes. So fingers crossed. Uh, Now you just brought a new t-shirt out. Uh, So where can people get the merch? So I just restocked
1: because I did sell out the majority of
0: it. So I'm picking up new shirts
1: tomorrow. Um, So I'll open my online store again tomorrow. Uh, It's uh, broncobrennerwhite.bigcartel.com. It's uh, the Stranger Things, not a parody, I promise. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's that. Uh, I've got that shirt uh, in stock. I'm going to be at shows. uh, I'm at uh, Riot Cabaret next week. I'm at TNT. And then uh, I'm at Evolution Wrestling and I'm at the show on Sunday as well. So you can all pick up a shirt there. Um, obviously, if you, want to be a tra- if you want to be a wrestler, join New Wave Wrestling Academy. Go on www.newwavewrestlingacademy.com, Sign up, see the details for yourself. And also buy tickets to New Wave Wrestling's uh, debut show, please. Uh, it's at uh, 11th of September, St. Andrew's Church, Cardiff. It's Habas 4 doors open, 5 o'clock kickoff. I've only announced one match so far, which is Billy Hayes' House and Bennett, which will be a banger. And then we'll have more matches come out. And if you want to be a wrestler, you want to watch good wrestling, please just turn up the shows. Go to, go to your Progresses, go to your Rev Pros, go to your ICWs, but go to your local shows too. Go to your Evolution Wrestlers, go to your Chaos Wrestlers, go to Slam Masters, go to any show near you. Support British Wrestling because it is the best thing in the world, and I'm saying that because I'm doing it full-time now, and I actually love live and breathe it at the moment and uh you know if if you love what you do every day then your
0: life's good I really don't think there's anything left for me to say after he's just cleared that entire, (laughs) uh, my usual ending (laughs) Yes, support British wrestling, go out of your way to support British wrestling, Uh, go support uh, New Wave Wrestling Academy, go support Welsh wrestling, British wrestling, Irish wrestling, Scottish, European, (laughs) it all just just enjoy wrestling as well. And uh, remember, don't feed the trolls. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Do what you
1: love, do what you love. And if you do what you love, you will find life worth living. It's just so much better. I I, I just, I, I don't have bad days anymore. I just have good days and less good days. And that's it. I'm just like, I'm always smiling. I'm always happy. And it's just, you know, I just love what I'm doing at the moment. And that's kind of, and I hope you guys are as well, because you get to do podcasts about wrestling. That That's cool, right? That's so yeah. cool.
0: You know, it's very the best lucky. thing in the world. We've chatted to so many great performers out there, including yourself today. We've just had so many chances to talk to so many great wrestlers <laughs> and uh to be invited to shows on a regular basis as well. It's just it's been an incredible run for us and uh yeah, yeah we'll just keep supporting pro Wrestling. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: And it's all about positive energy. You put positive energy into everything, you know. What I mean, and you've got the coolest beard I've ever seen, by the way, as well. I, you I, very much. I had a trim early <laughs> on today and it's not as good as yours. So I'm open to kind of, uh, you know, get, get your levels of beard. Um, next time I see you at the show as well, right? Bring a tights podcast shirt for me as well. Cause I've seen you had one. So uh, bring one for me. I'm an XL. Okay. Right.
0: We'll get that sorted. I think my if you can't hear, my dogs are telling me it's dinner time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, feed your dogs then, mate, and have a good day. And uh, I'll speak to you guys soon at shows as well. Okay.
0: Indeed. Thank you very much.
1: Take care guys. Thank you very All much. Right.